0: Everybody. We're back. It's movies for lunch. And uh, we're here, three co-workers in my car, during our lunch break, talking about movies and TV shows, and um, that's basically it. It's
1: a little bit of a rainy day, so if you hear any little pitter-patter, that's the rain falling on our car. Yeah. Chris's car, I'm sorry. We don't,
0: yeah. we didn't co sign We co-sign. Did not own this truck together. Did you make that drop from the last episode, I guess where you say, I had a great time
1: in puberty. I didn't I did make it as a drop, but I can, I can.
0: I would like you, I would like that very much. <laughs> to be put in the, uh, throughout our episodes. forward. <laughs> right. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I had good, I had a good time in puberty. Today's a very special episode. Listeners, you've been with us since the beginning. Wow. This whole decade of, of us talking in our car. <laughs> we're going to we're going to review it. We're Look gonna, how far we've come. Look how much we've grown. Start at the bottom and now we're here slightly above the bottom. Today we're going to be talking about our personal favorite movies from the from the 2010s. Aren't they called the Ot Ot 10s? No,
1: the ots are 2000s. The zeros Let's yeah.
0: okay. just be called the teens. I don't know. History will decide.
1: Email in, listeners. Let us know what what we should be calling this decade that we're... This uh, decade. It's going to be the 20s. Isn't that weird? All of my life, the 20s have been like, oh, the roaring 20s. They've just been like crystallized as a very quaint time of, you know, like the weird like dresses and hats and women had like weird bangs. Yep, Gatsby,
0: Flapper Girls.
1: Yes. Yeah, Top Hats. Well. I think Top Hats are coming back. I have an appointment
2: to get the bangs tomorrow.
1: No, I had, good, I had a good time in puberty. Well,
0: first off, I have a bit of news. Okay. Have you guys heard? We have another streaming service coming to town. No. Can you Ew. put that sound effect in? You know what I'm talking about? Do it again. Ba-ba-ba-bom. Yeah, I'll put it in. Thank you. <laughs> new, st- new streaming service sound. That's what that means. <laughs> you listeners know. <laughs> it's called... Quibby, you heard about this? I no,
1: no I haven't. Whoa, Jason, Quibby, man of the world. It's this. Can I just say up front before you even explain <laughs> what this is? This sounds like it's going to be rather short-lived. It's funny that you say that
0: <laughs> because the premise—it's supposed to be quick bites. It's Quibby, quick bites. They are meant. Well, I don't know if it's meant. But basically, the idea is it's targeting people who watch stuff on their phones.
1: <laughs> it's the look, look
0: on Jason's face. It's, it's well, so is sad. It like,
2: it, All right. It's TikTok?
0: So it's, no one's going to sign up for this. Wait. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad you guys are hating on this right now. Because I'm going to blow your mind with Chris, the content that's coming to this. Chris,
1: uh, is this an app that you've created? <laughs> I need you guys to invest. <laughs> Small investment, you can be one of the first users. Oh, no, I did not. But if I, if I do more research into this, am I going to see copyright Chris Hodgson (laughs) 2020? If you can
0: find anything on this. Um, no, but it's basically like nothing. It's like 10 minute episodes. Like that's it. It's just going to be is 10 it minutes long. Is original content? It is going to be some... Yes, original content. Exclusively, I'm pretty sure.
2: How else would you 10-minute episodes?
0: <laughs> they already have those on YouTube. I think that they're...
1: Yeah, they're capitalizing on that. So... This is a bad idea. Mm.
2: This person
1: who may or may not be in the car with us, is going to lose a lot of money on this venture.
0: No, they won't. (laughs) Not if I get my good friends to go in with me. (laughs) Yeah. Just sign up three of your friends, and they sign up three of their friends. And um, so this was started. Jeffrey Kansenberg or something. He's a very famous Hollywood producer. He sounds famous. I'm just going to read off some of the things that are coming to Quibi. Okay. There's an anthology show from Sam Raimi. Okay. Called Fifty States of Fear, which will focus on scary stories from all 50 states.
2: Okay. That's kind of clever. That's
0: kind of clever, right? right? No, yeah. A modern zombie story from Guillermo del Toro. What? There's going to be. How did you get these people to (laughs) sign on to this project, Chris? (laughs)
1: Hmm?
0: I can say whatever I want. Steven Spielberg is producing a horror show, one that he's writing. He's writing it. And you can only watch it when it's dark outside.
2: That's a fun feature. Yeah. So it
0: it sounds like I'm making this up, right? This would live in my mind. (laughs) Just like weird, tacky, like little things like that. This feels very
1: gimmicky.
2: What if you're a shift worker and you only have free time in the, <laughs> During day the day can. and
1: this would have been a great this option for, for you. you because you want something qu- <laughs> qu- you want a bite-sized, quick bite.
0: You can watch it on your break. It's only ten minutes. They thought about this, Steph. Oh, they did. So give, they so, got me there. <laughs> this is a quote. Given that phones can track where it is at the moment and keep tabs on when the sun rises and sets in an area, um, they challenged their engineers to come up with an idea for how to view the show when it's spooky out. The wow. result: a clock will appear on phones, ticking down until sunsets in wherever the user is, until it's completely gone. Then the clock starts ticking again to when the sun comes back up, and the show will disappear until the next night. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm what gonna... else? <laughs> All right. Uh, Liam Hemsworth. Is that
2: supposed to be like good? We can do that with ads. Why is that?
1: You're, Nobody's doing that. You're with groundbreaking. You're shows. unimpressed.
2: Yeah. Nobody's can, doing that right now. Steph. We can run ads when it's rainy or anything like that. All right, really?
0: Well, you're going to need more more to impress Steph, apparently, but nobody's doing this with TV shows, so it'll be a first. Is anyone asking for this? Uh, no. <laughs> okay.
2: If you build it, they will come! Is there
0: any kind of media that people are like, oh, man, I wish we had this thing? It's mostly people are just drowning in content.
1: I guess. that's. I don't know if that's true, but I'm also... Just keep going.
0: A Liam Hemsworth-Christoph Waltz action series... Where Hemsworth plays a man hunted for money. Slugfest, a documentary series produced by the Rousseau brothers about the Marvel vs. DC rivalry.
2: Oh, we got him! (laughs) Do I have to worry about one more streaming service?
0: Wireless, conceived by Steven Soderbergh and starring Ty Sheridan about a man trapped in his car who has to use his phone to get out. Andy McDowell co-stars as the car <laughs> <laughs>
1: or the phone Wow look this is impressive oh, These man. are some impressive this is names. only the beginning He's
0: okay so those are the most impressive he things has to use okay his phone
2: to get out this happened to me once at my uncle's house the doorknob was broken I woke up in the morning and I couldn't get out of the room and everybody was about to leave did you use your phone and I used my phone. I called them and said, Can you come let me out? So inspired it is. inspired
0: by, by
1: Steph Anderson's cabin story. Is that where uh, whoever is pitching this app got that story? Chris?
0: Yeah. I'd heard that story before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would be great for this.
1: Andy McDowell. Uh,
0: okay, there's going to be a Reno 911 reboot. Whoa. This could be a punked reboot. Oh, that's, <laughs> a star-studded how? remake of *The Fugitive*, a comedy series from the Farley Brothers starring Bill Murray and Dave Franco. What? A reboot of *How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days*. An all-women prank show hosted by Cara Delevingne. A new Eric Andre show called *Rapper Warrior Ninja* that mixes rap battles and American Ninja Warrior.
1: <laughs> how am I not? How have I not heard about this at all? It doesn't come out until April, April first.
0: I don't know. That would be really funny.
1: That's what this sounds like. They're getting early. They're getting in early. This is our elaborate roofs to draw in listeners with clickbait.
0: A remake of the football movie, Varsity Blues. Sure. Killing Zach Efron, which will see the star doing his best Bear grills impression. An Andy Samberg-hosted cooking show. Uh, life-size toys a stunt show in which a group called nitro circus will take classic toys and make them life-size in order to do
1: stunts with them
0: <laughs> what a spread wow. how
1: much is it gonna cost have they released any of that information yes, they have are you ready yeah what would you guess
0: uh, five bucks mm-hmm.
2: yeah I'll guess that too
0: five bucks per month with ads oh
2: with ads
0: ten minutes eight bucks without how many ads do you think they'd put in a ten minute episode one Maybe one at the beginning, one in the middle, and then, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's what I. That's my guess. We just set up cable again.
1: That's all this is. I know. What are we doing to ourselves? I know.
0: It's like that episode of uh, Rick and Morty where they go to that world that has a purge every night or, like, yeah. once a year. And they, like, fight through it and they, like, free, you know, it's these oligarchs at the top who are, like, forcing the townspeople to have this purge. And then, finally, with Rick and Morty, they help, like, overthrow the rich people and then the very end of the episode, the townspeople are like, well, what kind of government should we have? And they start arguing and they start fighting about it. And then one of them's like, well, what if one night a year we let all of our, <laughs> our aggressions out
1: and can't kill everybody? <laughs> or no crime is illegal. That's what, That's exactly what we've done. <laughs> we had a, a content revolution a couple years ago. And just in its wake, we've rebuilt it. Only more complicated and possibly more expensive. Oh. <sighs> Finally I can watch my show at night that I have been wanting to watch when it's dark. Steph, are you gonna get this streaming service? No. That was a pretty hardy no sure It's a hardy no for me. If Steph.
2: there's anything entertaining, I will be shown it by someone who already has it. And it won't take them long because it's ten minutes.
1: What a way to live a life. I will probably get it. <laughs> for which show? Oh, those first ones you mentioned were pretty good. I'll probably try it out for whatever the trial is. Yeah. you. Could, I mean,
0: 10-minute episode. Well, that's the thing, is it doesn't sound like it's going to release the content all at once.
1: Oh! They're, right? they're duping us again. Releasing The Mandalorian week to week has been pretty good, but I'm just now realizing that the negative side effects of this is now I have to, I can't just sign up for a month, binge everything I want to, and bail. I guess you could wait until the you season's gotta wait. done. Wait. Yeah, you got to wait. Quibi? Yeah. Quick bites. If you want to donate to Quibi,
0: (laughs) just email me. We'll have a link. (laughs) Yeah,
1: we'll have a link. Just email me at... Chris Hodgson at Quibi.net My Venmo is at Quibby bro. And if uh, anyone has any contact information for Steven Spielberg, Steven Soderbergh, and Guillermo del Toro, you can also email that to me.
0: If those guys are,
1: I listening, have a proposition. I'd be uh, very, very interested in. I very
0: much need to talk to you.
1: <laughs> Preferably before April. Deadline is coming fast. <laughs> no, I had good. I had a good time in puberty. Let's keep this train moving.
0: Yep. Let's get to the meat of our show. Okay. So how we've decided to do this, each of us is going to list three movies of the past decade that we think are the best. Yep. And let's maybe each say how we're defining the best. And then we'll talk about what our favorite, our three favorite movies
1: from the past decade were. I'm going to say the best as, how I delineate what best and favorite is, the best is... These are the like defining movies of the decade that have broad appreciation and are critically successful. So commercial and critically successful. Favorite is more. I love these movies and these are the ones like Desert Island. Oh, Desert if I Island could, could just take three movies oh, okay. and have them with me, those where they would be. Yeah. There honestly is a little bit of overlap. Yeah. But I've separated them out so that there's six.
0: I would say that that's basically my definition too. It's like in. Ten or twenty years, what are the movies that we're gonna look back on and like be like, oh, this is an all-timer, basically. Yeah. Ste- you, wait, 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 Steph. What, how do you? How have you d- defined your? Do you? Do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I was. Uh, I was doing my favorites, and then Society at Large, favorites. Perfect. Yeah, I think
1: that's great, actually. Yeah. All right, let's begin. Kick us off, Steph.
2: Best. Okay. Um, great Gatsby.
0: For best. <laughs>
1: People loved
2: it. I didn't put this in my favorites.
1: (laughs) Are you just just doing this because we were just talking about the 20s?
0: (laughs) It should be noted.
2: Okay, it should be noticed. I wasn't ready. Please go it. No, no,
0: no. It should be noted that Steph has the strongest direct line to our listeners. That's true. And so... Chris and I are... not... We are removed. People love that show.
1: Steph is of the people. She knows what the people like. You know... I think we might have a slightly different definition of what is going to be best. I think you are going off of like what will people at large be like? Man, that movie from that decade more than like I think in my mind I had it like critics of like what is like the finest of all films. Right. So I think you're I think you're on the on the money though. Yeah. Don't stop. That's a great one. Yeah. People, you're you're (laughs) not wrong. No. 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 (laughs) People loved that movie. No, that was that was a very successful movie and was like. Okay. Yeah. 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 A very like I. You clearly remember that time when it came out and yeah. that Lana Del Rey song was everywhere. Uh-huh. It had a lot of, a Some huge great cultural impact. Some good trailers for that movie. There
2: was way better than the movie. Good
1: cast. Great cast. Great Gatsby. <laughs> Old come, sport. We've come full circle. All
2: right. We're doing a uh, do well. It, do you have anything else to say about it? Do you think it? there's
1: going to be a resurgence of Great Gatsby watching and Great Gatsby parties? Absolutely. In like 10 years when it becomes like 1928? Uh, probably just during the twenties.
2: Yeah,
1: I, would assume I think that, that every New Year's party. This uh, is a roaring twenties. Okay. Yep. How come there aren't any more New Year's parties that people all congregate to, like in when Harry met Sally? I was thinking that the other day. There are. Oh, Steph, that was a good pick. I wonder how I'm many. I'm not. I'm not being facetious or condescending. You
2: clearly are. <laughs> no,
1: I now I just understand like what you were talking about in like how you're picking for okay. your list. Um, I wonder how many of ours are going to overlap. This should be interesting. Go ahead. All right. Uh, best inception oh. bwah, bwah. this would have fallen in both lists for me as well i think inception is going to be remembered as one of the best uh crowd pleasing but also like intellectual and critically like and commercially successful movies of the early 20, 21st century it is so successful at what it's trying to do it's so entertaining it's not dumb in any way It is like built for the smartest and dumbest person in the room to have a good time. It has a great cast, great writing, a really good concept that's original, which it doesn't happen very much anymore. Mm -hmm. And it was just a fun time. And we kind of talked about this when we talked about The Matrix a little bit ago. It does such a good job of almost over explaining the rules of the story so that when you get into the final act of the movie, you you just set off. The production level is fantastic. It was so influential. That trailer... Uh, is to the the blame of every trailer for the next five seven years using the bawm, bawm. and uh Hans Zimmer's music is fantastic in it and i love that movie
0: oh there it is <laughs> does
1: anyone have anything they want to share I or not.
0: that
2: was in my um that was on both my lists that's oh, well, you told me i could have that on both my lists just now i yeah you okay. should yeah okay well, do you have
1: anything you want to share about it
2: i really like that movie so did everyone else i know I went to it twice in the theaters. Oh
1: my gosh. Me too. Do you ever feel like people that, anyone that rags on it, you're just kind of like, calm down. Like, it's a fun movie. Like, just, there was like. I've never
2: heard anybody rag on I've it. I've heard
1: some people like, oh, you, they explain the plot a lot. I'm like, you need to. I Like, every criticism I've heard levied against it, I don't really respect at it all. It's no. like, good criticism. Yeah. It's just I a mean, good I mean, some movie.
0: people do say it's like, well, it's so confusing. I was like. I don't think
1: think so. Like, well, if you don't understand, you can still enjoy it. That's the thing. And there's like a really good, you're never like just lost in all the spectacle because there's like a good human story at the center of it that like, yeah. so like the stakes feel real and well-defined. Yeah. I love it. How would you rank that in the Christopher Nolan? I would say it's his, it might not be my second favorite, but it's his second best. Like I think Dark Knight is his like masterpiece. Memento is like just so well, like it's so original and like interesting. But Inception, it just, it checks every box. It's fantastic. It's very Everything good. Everything you want out of a, out of a summer blockbuster.
0: It was in my honorable mention. What? Did not make my top three in either category. In either okay either category? For best, my first one is Get Out. I just think that culturally uh-huh. and critically and uh, obviously a lot of people really like it, I enjoyed it and I obviously thought it was like, it's just a good movie. Like it's just fun. Like it, it does have a lot to say, which I think is important and why I think that it will matter, like, it made such a big cultural impact, especially since it's the, you know, kind of the first film from Jordan Peele, which
1: what, I imagine, What a calling
0: card. I imagine that he will have a very long, distinguished career based off of his, he's two for two right now yeah. in the movies. And I think that this decade, I mean, it, it's kind of been growing since the beginning, but, like, as far as minority representation and asking uh, good questions and criticizing racially charged issues and, and that kind of thing. I think it is kind of like one of the best movies to do that in a way that's fun. Like, it's a fun movie and it's a good movie. It's like a good
1: genre movie for what it is. Yeah. Like, even if you weren't clued into the like social satire, you would still have a really good time. Yeah. And I think it's just gonna live on. I think so, too. I think at... Obviously, any movie should have beat The Shape of Water that year. But I think that, I agree, that will be one people will look back and be like, man, that was a big deal that will... We'll, we'll, and will only grow. Like, its its uh, reputation will only grow. I also think, you mentioned this, like, people will see it as, a, like, a mile marker in a trend within the industry yeah. of Hollywood, of, like, representation, and, like, even, like bumping, like getting new blood in the, into the Oscar voting Mm -hmm. pool. Like, I think they'll see that as like, that was a key, well, a key moment in this like trend of like turning away from. Yeah. And not even representation. Yeah.
0: And not even just like movies in general. I, I think like within the genre, like within the horror genre, I feel like it's been a long time since people have really been able to produce like good thoughtful, like thrillers or like doubles as good
1: political commentary as well. Right.
0: Yeah. And so, for all of those reasons. All right, Steph.
2: Uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh,
0: <laughs> the best? <laughs> this is, wait, I just want to make sure, sure that you know that I it's the best.
2: I understand. No, no, no.
0: This is whatever you want it to yes, be. Yes, yeah. It's whatever you want it
1: to be. State your case.
2: It's a good show. Everybody loves the show. It's my case. It has
1: a great soundtrack. I love that soundtrack. There's a lot of really Jose really Gonzalez sound. in it. Yes, it does have a
0: lot of Jose Gonzalez. Uh yeah. I'm yeah. sure Ben Stiller will be thrilled when he
1: hears this. What else what else I did you like about it? it? What was your favorite part about it?
2: I didn't say it was my favorite. I said it was. The what best. do people
1: like? Yeah, about what do, yeah, what do what's what do the people say?
2: People like the, the soundtrack. I also like the soundtrack. People like the story. <laughs>
0: I feel like that movie... I really
2: like the story. I, feel, I know a lot of people, that's their favorite movie.
0: Yeah, I feel like, especially in this decade, traveling became like a big deal. And I think that's partially because of Instagram and partially because, like, I don't know. That's just kind of like the fantasy and the ideal and like people like, want to make memories and travel and
1: like, like get out. And like that FOMO energy. Yes. This is like about like the time that that movie came out. Yes. People were so, like, oh, I need to be traveling more uh-huh. and seeing the world. Yeah,
0: and so this captures that... It's this guy, and he's, like, kind of, you know, not very confident. He can't get the girl and kind of down on his luck. And then he goes on an adventure, and he travels and has all these adventures. He grows and, and has experiences. Yes. He uses
1: rocks to to skateboard down a long street. He
0: definitely skateboards. That part freaked me out. That would be, yeah. Would
1: I, would, be I would die. You would die. You would be dead. I would go up on one turn, try to use a rock, <laughs> and just I would roll 50 times. <laughs> And then some, like some Sherpa would roll up on me and I'd just be a bloodied mess. And that's how I went.
0: So that's why Jason didn't include it.
1: That's Mm -hmm. the only reason Jason didn't include it. I will say though, leaving that movie, I was like, I need to go on a road trip. And I was even like, you know what I should do some summer? Is I should just quit my job and for three months get a van and and drive around the country. Yeah. And just shower at Gold's Gyms. (laughs) (laughs) I like actually thought about (laughs) this. I will
0: say (laughs) that. Sleep in the van. I will say that the people that I saw it with. Really loved it. Same. And that is all I will say about it. I
1: also liked it.
2: I agree. I liked Chris? it. It definitely wasn't my favorite. Did
1: you like it, Chris? I did not, but that is okay. I have issues with it, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> and I was like, I will say the. I. One thing I really liked about it was I thought it had a really good direction.
0: Yeah, it was very it, like pretty. Like the cinematography. Yeah, the a shots well, were very but, nice. Yeah.
2: Have you seen the original?
1: No. Mm.
2: I love the original.
1: Is that the one you wanted to talk about? Did we derail you and talk about no. Ben Stiller's? The original's old. The original's oh, old of course.
2: with Danny Kay.
0: I know. What year, Jason? I don't, I don't know, remember.
1: 74? It's we can't we look can't
0: it up. up. What a shame. What a shame. <laughs> we must trust him. We
2: <laughs> really don't know. And you've never seen it?
0: And yeah, Well, let's move on. If we could move on. Jason's uh, lost I, his well, edge a little bit. He no. didn't know about
1: Quibby. Quibi. He didn't know about the original Secret Life of Mitty. Around this time oh, of year, you know, so just, you get overwhelmed. There's a lot of parties you got to go to, a lot of responsibilities, and you just kind of <laughs> forget. I wish
2: that the new one had the same, the original Everyday Dream he has. He uses the same sound effect. It's tapaka, tapaka, tapaka. Sometimes it's like an engine or like, I can't remember what all the things with the sound effects. He's, who will like tell the story and it like, it gives him like, narrating like what's going on. He's like an airline or a World War II pilot that like rescues all these people, and it's talking about the engine of his plane going to bucket to bucket to
1: I did really like the dream sequences. They had really fun ways that he broke in and out of the dream sequences in yeah. the new one. Sorry, yeah, not in, the, not in the 1974 version. All right, Jason. My next one is Twelve Years a Slave. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. It's a tough watch, but it is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It is very good, and. I just think it's a fantastic movie and it's a like a really great plot point on like a on Steve McQueen, that's the director. His yeah. like his career trajectory. He won an Oscar for it. It's the best picture winner. It's a great movie, great performances. I feel like I he, think it's one of the like like one of that's like the like quote unquote like important or best movie in my mind from the twenty tens.
0: You know, that's fine. I actually kinda of disagree with you though. I have not heard people like talk about that movie very much. Uh, like I feel like people kind of forgot about it. It's very. Good. I loved it. It's very
1: good. Hans Zimmer did the score.
0: Oh, so is that how you chose? No. <laughs> like my next one is list? Batman v Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your next one's Batman v
1: Superman. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a fair that's a fair criticism to me picking it, but I'm just going off. I I wasn't really thinking of like what will people necessarily remember, but in my mind, what was like the best made movies of the of like the year. Okay. Like, All right. I felt very moved. It is such. It's such a hard watch because you're just, you're like, the injustice of what's happening to yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, and... And she will tell Ejiofor is great in He it. is.
0: He is really good. And so I guess that's the difference, is you're talking about movies that are best of the decade, and I'm talking about ones that are going to live on, and people are going to talk about, and like, in 30 years, they're going to be like, this is the movie, whatever. My next one, yeah. The Social Network. But again, like, critically and like commercially well-received. Should have won Best Picture that year. And still very good and very prescient and still like culturally like talks about a lot of themes like backstabbing and about the tech boom and this giant monster Facebook and we work a lot with Facebook so we obviously see a lot of like the bad side of it and I don't know it's just I, th- I feel like it's very topical for the decade and like it's very good and entertaining and I think that it will live on
1: yeah that movie is fantastic I love that movie I'm surprised you didn't have it. When I whittled it down to a certain number, it was definitely on there. Mm. Steph, your final best movie of the decade.
0: It
2: was Inception.
1: Pwum,
2: the only one you guys didn't attack.
0: <laughs> we didn't. Well, yes, that's fine. Right, yeah, OK.
2: Attack and then proceed to defend when I
1: couldn't. <laughs> Compliment sandwich. Compliment <laughs> sandwich. OK, my last of the best films, Mad Max Fury Road. Is that yours? It is. It's mine as well. That movie is so good. It I love that movie so much. Incredible. It has no right being as near perfection <laughs> that it is. I know. And uh, just like a perfect action movie,
0: just like the perfect action movie. And again, like still pe- people, people st- still talk about it. and Hear oh, yeah. it and like, I think that's one that people are gonna be like, "How did that not win?" Or what more kind of thing. I
1: think so too. And just it is it, it's like. It's just showing what you can do f- with film. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it is a perfect showcase for that, like, medium mm-hmm. of, like, this is what you can do with-, with film. This is the stuff you can show, and these are the kind of stories you can tell. And, like, it can be so weird and disorientating. One of my favorite things about it is they just drop you into the middle of the story. There's – you almost just have no context for how clearly there's, like – you can tell that he's built up these societies, and, like, they have, like, mannerisms and, like, like idioms and way of talking that you have no context for what they're doing Mm -hmm. you just you really are just dropped so perfectly into this and there's no like stupid like not stupid but there's no unnecessary exposition he's not over explaining he's not dumbing down anything to you there's
0: almost a no exposition in that movie yes
1: and like i love that about it you're just and the sim, the simplest of plot of we're driving here then we're driving back yeah. <laughs> And it's but it, at no point is it boring or just you're never like this when is this going to be over because right. it's, it's so inventive and creative and even just looking at the designs of the cars and how they're clearly so been like patchworked together of all these different things i love that movie and Charlize Theron is. So great in yeah. that movie.
0: Yeah. I Tom Hardy just grunts. Tom Hardy. I mean, uh, just like uh, that. This uh, uh, isn't. This isn't a clip from the movie, listeners. That's yeah. Jason's. Impression. Don't
1: don't be fooled. <laughs> don't be fooled. Tom Hardy didn't stop by. Guess a uh, friend of the podcast. Tom Hardy didn't stop by. and should do fake the car. guests
0: of the guests of the podcast. I would love that. If appearances from them. <laughs> <laughs> You're never gonna know, yeah. listener. How would yeah. you know? <laughs> You've already bought into
1: our quibby idea. Yeah.
0: You, You've already invested in Quibi, so why wouldn't you? We'll have believe Spielberg
1: it? come by and tell us about his amazing <laughs> new app.
0: It's only at night. Only night. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, I I don't know if there's anything else to be said about Mad Max. It's just it's great. The world building is perfect, and like he does have the benefit of like he's been he's been building off that franchise for years and years and years. But, but. you don't need to see it. You don't need to see those other movies. But I think that definitely helps to create the depth that you talked about which is so good and uh, go but, go
1: watch it tonight yeah. if you haven't seen it it's so good yeah. which one? What? Mad, Mad Max. Max Fury Road oh, I haven't seen it, it and you watch it on the biggest screen you can find the music's fantastic it visually is oh, what a feast
0: and there's just so much like what is going on like the guy with the guitar on the semi oh, or yeah, whatever which
1: was a, a fully functional guitar
0: and flamethrower yeah yeah
1: Steph, Steph, Steph looks confused uh, but, you should you need to see it
0: <laughs> you need to watch it So I'm just going to move on to my favorites, since we already talked about that one. Yeah, Okay. So yeah, these are just the ones that, like, when I think about, like, oh, this is significant to me and whatever, Mad Max is actually on my favorites list. I guess the question that I thought about when picking this list was like, which one of these am I going to watch again and will want to watch again like for years and years and years? Mad Max is on there. So I'm going to move to my second one. Okay. Arrival by Denis Villeneuve. I used to call him Dennis Villeneuve.
1: <laughs> what an idiot. Man. Nope, good thing we got us ironed out before we invite him onto the podcast. Exactly. He'll be here any week now. He's one of my favorite filmmakers.
0: Yeah, he's great. And he always does a really good job. I just like the really like thoughtful movies. And like it talked about ideas that I hadn't thought about before or like... Made me think about language and time yeah. in a very interesting way. I don't know, it's just very good and uh, gorgeous it, shot. Yeah, had it just like impacted me and I thought about it for a long time afterwards and I like it and think that everybody should watch it.
1: Max Richter did the that final song and That's it. right. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um that also I also love that movie. Hmm. Have you seen that, Steph? Mm mm. You would. It's fantastic. I, think, I would like it. I yes. think you would
0: actually like that one.
1: Yeah, like without reservation. I think you would really be yeah. like, "Wow, that was what? A, what a cool movie!"
0: And there's like a twist, a little bit in I there. Like yeah,
1: a twist I, that I don't think you'll see coming because it is pretty well executed. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no way. All right, Steph.
2: Uh, my favorites. Yes. I already said Inception.
1: Blam blam.
0: That's not Hans Zimmer, everybody. Hans, get out of here! We don't have room for you in the, in the <laughs> truck. Yeah, this cab's already packed as it is. Your guest appearance isn't for a few more weeks still. Get that mm-hmm. uh, synthesizer out of here. <laughs> I don't know what he plays. Oh, well, there he goes.
2: He plays?
1: He's a composer. Uh, I'm sure he well, plays composer, all of them, he's a composer,
2: but he doesn't play the orchestra. OK. Man from Uncle. Oh. oh. That's one of my favorites. Uh, well. oh,
1: I haven't seen that movie. You should. I have a copy of it somehow. I procured <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't watched yet
2: completely legally
1: yes yes <laughs> yeah tell us tell us tell us about it
2: it uh, fits into my favorite movie category which is action-adventure comedy romance Wow so the merging of
0: four genres is her favorite there
2: are the best movies all in that genre
1: I have I've heard that movie is a really, like, good example of people who really want Henry Cavill to be the next James Bond. Oh.
2: I'm not a fan of him. <laughs> he's I in mean, that, he's great in that movie. I, I like him in that movie. What's in that movie?
1: It's Henry Cavill and who's... Ar- the- Army Hammer. Oh, yeah. And, uh... Hammer Hammer's really good, who's too. Who's the girl?
2: Uh, I don't know, but she's, she's just so cute.
0: What's her name? She's in Tomb
1: Raider. Vander...
2: She's just little.
1: Vander something? No. She's in Jason Bourne, ex Machina. She has a long neck. No, she does. I'm thinking of the same person.
2: She might have a long neck. I think you might. Have I her. think
0: you're right. She does. She isn't Jason Bourne. Alexa Vicander.
1: Uh, yes, Alicia, Alicia Vikander. We figured. We got it. We yeah. got there. Alicia Vikander. Alexa Vikander. <laughs> Alexa Vikander. <laughs> next next week's guest <laughs> on the podcast. Okay, I will go. I will watch that movie.
2: Okay. I'll watch. I'll, fine. It's great. Fine.
1: I will try to watch that over the break, and I it can tell you what I thought about funny. it.
2: Funny. The people it's got egg eye candy galore for all
1: RB Hammer's really good in it. I will say I think people kind of dinged it a bit cr- critically when it came out. Yeah. And I, I get this. I get the vibe that I think people just didn't I don't I haven't seen it so I can't say for certain. But I feel like people just kind of missed like the cheeky, like winky humor that it was going for. I you
2: know what I mean? I don't know how you would miss that.
1: I just feel like I don't know. I don't know why people didn't respond to it the way they should have. I think yeah, I think a lot of people I actually really liked
2: it, it. I do
0: think so. Yeah, I remember when it came out, like, yeah, it got kind of like, meh reviews.
1: But a lot of people, I, I know a lot of people I don't remember it really coming out. It.
2: I just randomly watched it oh. with friends one night and I was like, oh. That
1: Isn't I that the best when you just like stumble on a movie, movie and you're like, I love this movie. Yeah,
2: it was actually after we watched The Basis of Sex and we're like, that guy. Army Hammer. I would watch another movie with that guy. <laughs> I'd watch another movie. With
1: that. Should watch Call and Me by Your Name next. So we step. did. Yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> well, that's a great one, Jason. That's a great choice. It's got
2: great style.
1: It's fun. It's a it's a period movie, right? It's in the sixties. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, my movie that I'll pick uh, that I'll talk to you about is La La Land. Aww. Aww. I love La La Land. Freaking Ryan Gosling, super fan the The Goose! <laughs> super fan over here. You can do no wrong. I was so ch- thoroughly charmed by that movie. I had such a great time. I laughed. I cried. Mm. I was wowed by the big <laughs> throwback musical productions of it. I just loved every element of it. It kind of became a, a punching bag during the Oscar season. I don't care. I just loved it. Yeah. I, I had so much fun in that movie. I love the end sequence where they look at each other and then they see what like potentially their lives could have been like. I think it's, there's so much to pick apart from that of a really interesting psychology of like when you do that with a, when you see someone you're like, what could of my life have been like that? And then you kind of like look back with like rose colored glasses and what your life was with that person. Yes. There's, I don't know, it was such a great, beautiful ending to it. I loved it. I loved everything about
0: that movie. It's terrific. It's on my honorable mention list. Ah, <laughs> there we go. And the uh, Goose. It's, uh, I wonder how
1: many Jared Leto movies are on your honorable mentions list, <laughs> Chris. Zero,
0: actually. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> listeners, don't let that. Uh, Disregard that. Strike that from the record. When we inevitably have our Jared Leto versus Ryan Gosling <laughs> oh, Renaissance, it's coming, baby. It's coming. We'll have to have them both guest star. We'll have them both on a boxing match.
2: Be a boxing crowded match. in the track.
0: But would you would you mind, Steph?
2: I won't mind at all. <laughs> uh,
0: you would
1: probably be like, "Okay, Jared Leto, Steph, send me dead rats." <laughs> okay, I'll just th- I'm I'm
0: not, not going to defend Jared Leto right now. Okay, It's a different time, and I'm not going to defend that because that was weird. And anyway, you're, you're right.
1: I agree you're with you. Right. So yeah, La La Land is fantastic. It's, Be- wonderful music. Yeah. It's so
0: funny like so when it was first coming out, a lot of people were like, wow, they, you know, a lot of the good reviews were like, you know, they don't make movies like this anymore. And like really like how many original musicals written like straight to film have they made in the last, you know, like 20 30 years or whatever. Yeah. And it was so weird, and and they did a great job with it, and everybody was awesome, and it was like it was just great on just about every level, and then people like the critics came 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 out of the woodwork and were like, oh, of course a movie about Hollywood's gonna get all this awards love, and
1: well, and then and then they were really coming down on like oh like Ryan Gosling's character just mansplains the whole time and, and like a white guy talking about jazz, and I'm like, I think those are all built in on purpose like he's kind of petulant in a way and like he's he is kind of I always thought that was part of his character arc is that he is so up in his own head he thinks he knows everything and then she kind of opens his eyes a bit and he I think their flaws as individuals helps the movie and makes it more realistic and more relatable I didn't see those as necessarily like detriments to the movie I thought that actually helped the movie more yeah and that they kind of in my mind selfishly chose their careers over like being together was, like, a tragedy, a tragic element of the movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. I I didn't see those as necessarily bringing the movie down, but more just kind of made them more interesting characters. I was like, he, he is mansplaining to her, and that's obnoxious, because that's kind of what his character is supposed to be like.
0: Right. Very condescending and, like, yeah, very know-it-all kind of thing. Yeah. So, no, it's great. All you haters out there, tweet s- at us. suck it. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that, both of those things. Okay, Chris. All right,
0: this is my final favorite movie.
1: Do you want us to go around and give R2... Two more, and then you can give your final one? Well, you only have one more, too, right? I only have one more. I'll give one I know for sure isn't on yours.
0: Yes, go ahead.
1: All right, my second one is Avengers Endgame. Oh, Mm.
0: I almost put that on my best of. I could see that. Just because of
2: culturally.
1: Because the first Avengers came out this decade, too. It did. But I think, and I also, for a second, had Civil War on there, because I love that movie. But Avengers Endgame is everything. It's a perfect encapsulation of like all, all of the best elements of all of the Marvel movies. And for the most part, kind of sheds all of the really negative aspects. Mm. It does have one big, bombastic fight at the end. But it's so satisfying that it's not cumbersome or annoying. Well, and at that point, like with a movie like that, you almost
0: have to do that, or else you'd be, it'd be so disappointed. Yes
1: and they, it's so well executed of all the portals opening up and everyone coming back it's so i got i was very emotional through a lot of that movie and <laughs> i just i loved every part of like it was so weird in the best way yeah i remember early on when they're trying to like gather up the gang for their time heist and they have like a pickup truck driving to new asgard that's bruce banner hulk and rocket in the back of a pickup truck driving to like i don't know where they where were they even Iceland. Like, Iceland. Yeah. What a weird movie. This yeah. is so good. <laughs> and they don't actually have all that meant that they don't have a lot of fights, except for that last one. It's all a bunch of very interesting conflicts that they're trying to overcome. Yeah. A- anyway, and it was like, it was the perfectly made movie for, for everyone. Like, new people who had never seen any of the movies could have a lot of fun watching it, but there's all these little sprinkled Easter eggs and callbacks and references that made people like me, who have been painstakingly obsessive over this franchise for over a decade, just little little things that like were just little birthday gifts mm. to me. That really paid off that like hard work that like fans go in like obsessing over these movies. Yeah. I loved it. It was a fantastic movie.
0: Yeah. It's great.
1: It was everything I wanted to do and it, it ended it had such a beautiful ending. Yeah.
0: It was really nice.
1: I loved that movie. It's great. It's a great movie. That
2: should have been on my best list. I'll admit I Which didn't have movie? my list ready yet.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, I, I know I kind text. of haphazardly put mine through. Which
0: movie would you take Drop? off?
2: Oh, gatsby. A yeah. worthy
0: replacement. And the
1: highest grossing <laughs> film of,
0: of all time. Of all time. All right, my final one Silence by Martin Scorsese. So, wow. this. All right, Our, Art House Hodgson over <laughs> I here I know, I know. So. Steph, this is a three hour long movie about uh, Christian missionaries being tortured, basically. It's three hours of them being tortured.
2: Is it a silent film?
1: It's not silent. It's not a silent movie, no. It's a Martin Scorsese movie. Um, Uh, He's a very famous director. Which is always funny when people are like, oh, yeah, shut up Scorsese with your gangster movies. I was (laughs) like, the last movie he made was a three-hour-long epic about Christianity. (laughs) I know. I know. okay.
0: So I was very hesitant to watch it, and then a friend recommended it to me. And I did not expect to watch it all in one sitting or to, like, pay attention or anything. But I did. And... It was great, like, yeah, just, like, personally, like, subjectively, it just, like, a lot of really powerful, like, themes, and, like, obviously, from his perspective, you get a, a really good idea of how he, like, grapples with his belief and, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, I, it's not a movie that I'm, like, yeah, I want to watch that one again, you know, like, I don't know when I'll watch it again, but it definitely, I don't know, just sentimentally, it was just, like, wow, this is an incredible movie.
1: It's got a great cast stuff. It's got mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield, Adam Driver, Liam Neeson.
0: Yeah. That's it.
1: Among many others. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, it's a laughs> um, it's it's a good movie. Yeah. It's it, it you're you're right. It's kind of a tough watch. It's very tough. But it the end makes
0: it worth it. I feel like he does that on purpose. Like the beginning is so like difficult. Even like I would say 80 to 90% of the movie is just like just like kind of painful and like but then at the very end it's just like this very cathartic like very kind of beautiful ending that made it worth it. Made it. Hmm. Pushed it into his top, top one of his top, top three, three. It's favorites. It's about
2: Christian missionaries so it's about, the, so
0: it's about the Jesuit priests in 17th century. 17th century. So Japan was open for a time to like Christian missionaries and stuff and they went over and converted a bunch of people and then a new regime took over and basically locked like, locked down the island. Because they were worried, and rightfully so, that like all these Christian missionaries were kind of eroding and destroying the Japanese culture and Japanese history. And so this new regime came into power, kicked out all the, you know, non-natives kind of thing. Nobody was coming in or out. And then the government would go around to Christians and I assume other religions besides like State religion or Buddhism or whatever, and um, would basically like line them up and force them to step on a depiction of Christ. And if they didn't do it, then they would like torture them till they did, basically. And so, these two Jesuit priests are assigned to go to Japan to try and find one of their leaders who has been lost and has been out of communication for a long time. And so, they go over. And that's who Adam Driver and Andrew Garfield are. And they're trying to find Liam Neeson, basically. And so it's the story of them. Hmm. It's really good.
1: Steph, your final pick.
2: Jojo Rabbit.
1: Oh. oh.
2: I'm really worried, recency bias. But when I left that theater, I was like, that is the best movie I've seen in a long, long, long time. And it's very it good. nails what I like in a movie.
0: Oh, you oh, yeah. do. Oh, that's right. Action, adventure, comedy, comedy romance.
2: romance. It's got it all.
1: The ending and is and really nice. it's got it in
2: abundance. And yeah. so
1: quirky. And we talked about this, not on the podcast, but another drive one time, that the execution of, I guess I won't say much in case people haven't seen it, but execution of certain scenes and twists, I guess, yeah. are masterfully done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was nominated for a Golden Globe, rightfully so. Yeah, I love that movie. That's really good. That's a good pick. Yeah. My last one. Your last one. Baby Driver. Oh. Mm. I love Baby Driver. Hey, it's your favorite genre. Is it really? Yes. You've not seen it? No, I haven't. I think you would really like it.
2: This is different than it's kind of violent.
1: It's a little violent.
2: (laughs) I think I've seen part of it.
1: It's with, um, um, Ansel Elgort. Elgort. Al Hurt, Hurt? <laughs> that guy. Edgar Wright wrote and directed it. It is a really good, like, it's like a lot of heists in it, a lot of wonderfully filmed, like, car chases that are fascinating and so fun to watch. Courtney, my wife, for listeners who don't know that. She, Hands off, ladies. He's yeah. married. He's taken. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> she sometimes does not really connect well with action sequences, especially car chases. And when I showed her that movie, it's just, it's it's so entertaining and so good. It is so much fun. It's got so much style, yeah. but it's not just like empty style. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. It has like really great, really great memorable characters. It aged, oh, it hasn't aged very well because it came out earlier in the year and Kevin Spacey's in it and later that <laughs> year is when all those, oh, we, we found out a lot about that actor. <laughs> so I was like, oh, but he's kind of a scumbag in the movie. So it That's kind right. of, it doesn't, a, it, doesn't it doesn't really damage it too bad, but. That movie is wonderful. I love it so much. It is such a fun time.
0: It is good. It's a good fun movie.
1: I remember I saw that with one of my friends who also loves movies. And we walked out of the theater and we were just like, was that one of the best movies we've ever seen? We're like, what? A fantastic movie. Anyway. It's
2: great. Highly great recommend. Movies. I've seen a part of it in Mexico on TV uh, when we were stuck there because our flight left us. And the person I was watching it with, I remember this very, very clearly was telling us that he has a friend in the army or something that was that told him bullets will just go right through a car except for the engine and some other part and it's kind of ruined every other movie for me because Oh, like when people hide it through it
1: when people yeah like...
2: when people like hide behind a car unless you're directly behind like the engine what there's a wheel? not enough i think it might have been the wheel there was two parts unless you're like directly blocked by the rubber maybe and wow. the like block of the engine then it's just going to go right through the car like end to end and there's no point in hiding behind like a car door is not going to do anything for you
0: that's good to know if we're ever in it, listeners if you're ever in
1: any combat situations a yeah, yeah, yeah. firefight
2: get behind the engine
1: <laughs> that has been that was steph's uh movie fact for the day <laughs> <laughs> do we want to do any runners up oh yes we i
0: have, have my honorable mention oh, yeah, list I that have, i will just I read
1: off
2: listeners choice
1: Oh, yeah, run, run those through us.
2: There's so many. I,
1: I gotta get back in a second.
2: Uh, Inception, Easy A, Man from Uncle, Bridesmaids, This Means War, Warrior, Great Gatsby, Frozen, Secret Life of Walter Mitty, Interstellar, P- uh, Perfect Pitch 2, Hacksaw Ridge, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Perfect Pitch
1: 2. <laughs> Whose are these?
2: This is my whole neighborhood's. <laughs> I accidentally texted the wrong group, so it's more than just my roommates. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: Alright, yeah, keep keep going if you have more.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I do, I do. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, uh, The Proposal, oh wait, that came out in 2009. How long is this message? (laughs) It's it's a lot of people involved. Okay, La La Land, The Way, Way Back, The Big Sick, Creed, John Wick, Avengers. Creed is great. Into the Spidey Verse, Spider Verse? Dir. (laughs) <laughs> Jader chose to want to see that. That's uh, right. And stellar, Social Network, Moneyball, Mad Max, Gone Girl, Frozen, Coco, Sing, and Moana.
1: I actually had Coco for a second too. Really? For your favorite or the best? Best. Really? Yeah. I think Frozen. i going to Endure more than. But Cocoa. in my mind, like I think Coke was a better movie. Ah, uh, I see. All right, Jason. All right, I'll just run through them really fast. Uh, the honorable mentions I had for the best movies was Her, The Wolf of Wall Street, The Big Short, Arrival, and Into the Spider-Verse. And my honorable mentions for my favorite movies was Gone Girl, Captain America Civil War, The Nice Guys, Star Wars The Last Jedi, and Blade Runner 2049.
0: Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yep. (laughs) Great, great picks. Um, (laughs) I don't have to separate out. These are just my honorable mentions overall. That's fine. Dunkirk, Inception, La La Land, Ex Machina, yeah. Manchester by the Sea, Hell or High Water, Three Billboards Outside of Missouri.
2: What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, what? Strong
0: reaction. Three
2: Billboards Outside of Missouri. This is the one with the, the, the dentist and through the finger and the...
0: What? Is that what happens? The yeah. dentist did...
2: Something, the Something, she's at the dentist and they- just Oh, she might figure. have done that, yeah,
0: uh-huh. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. maybe, yeah. Oh, my yeah.
2: gosh, uh-huh. it was the worst movie I've ever tried to see.
0: Well, you didn't finish it, so. <laughs> I,
1: I love that movie. <laughs> it's so
2: good. There's no point.
1: Oh. How much did you watch?
2: We left when the guy hung himself, or shot himself. Wow. Then the guy killed oh, himself.
1: So That's that pretty early.
2: Yeah, oh. we didn't last long.
1: I don't know if content-wise it's necessarily up your alley.
2: Yeah. yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, I loved that movie. It's
0: it's fantastic. It should have won more awards than it did. I think people just didn't understand what he was trying to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah, what a lot the of the heck conversation. What was he
2: trying to say? I can't He was I talking about people like...
0: in grief and people in anger and how they they don't solve their problems. They take it out on people. They take it out on innocent people yeah. basically. Yeah. Francis
1: McDormand is incredible in that
0: movie. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, terrific. He's
2: All the right. He kills himself. Listeners, yeah. tweet
1: mm-hmm. in or if you are do you have any beefs with what we said, tweet at us. If you do, I have. A, I want to introduce a new segment really fast. This is um, a segment where we read any reviews that are left on the podcast app for us. Oh boy! I discovered this recently the other day. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know about this. I wonder if Steph already knows about this. We have a little review by. Um, they have written as Ashley B. In parentheses, our number one fan. This was left on November eighteenth, twenty nineteen. Movies for lunch, number one fan. That's what it's titled. This review, five stars. As the number one fan of this podcast, I really appreciate the humor, honesty, and lack of editing <laughs> I take. People need to hear this podcast. I always turn my headphones off more. Oh, yeah. I always turn my headphones off more educated and laughing at Steph. My only complaint is that there isn't actually a Twitter account for me to tweet at. Oh. <laughs> What? <laughs> we yeah, were supposed to set that true. up. <laughs> if uh, you want to leave us a review, a rating, leave us a five-star rating and uh, write a review. We'll read it out for you we'll on,
0: on, air. on air.
1: Live on air. Thank you to Ashley be our number one fan.
0: There's a reason she's number one. <laughs> she's been with us all the way. <laughs> she's beginning. our greatest support. And maybe our first investor into Quibi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, what a, what a year, what a decade it's been, oh, huh, gang? Man. <sighs> Let's think back on all the memories we've shared. Yeah, so many. We've watched a lot of movies. Oh, man. Steph's uh, Netflix show got taken off. Oh, that was, oh man, that, uh, that was, was
2: a rough day. Was, that was, that was, that was oh,
1: the grand Netflix crisis of 2019. <laughs> Should we just do a clip episode, you think? Should we do... Yeah, that a, sounds like a not clip. a lot of work for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know the you know in sitcoms when they just play clips from old episodes, like surrounding like a new story?
1: Oh, oh yeah. I was already criticized for my editing ability. I'm not gonna take the time to do that. From number one. <sighs> Alright, here's to another strong decade of movies for lunch. See you next decade. Oh get out of here! <laughs> here I go! <laughs> oh, oh, this wise guy. Oh did it again. See you bye Steph. Bye. I, over the course of several days, watched Warrior on my iPod Touch in the parking lot of the McDonald's because I didn't have Wi-Fi where I was. Oh, my gosh. Summer 2012. What a time to be alive. desperate. (laughs) Were you to watch Warrior? That's probably why you didn't want to watch it that one time. No, I loved that movie. I just didn't want to watch it at a cabin at 11 Mm p.m. over Jurassic Park. It's like, only only in a McDonald's parking lot on my phone. (laughs) It was wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. It was wonderful.
2: (laughs) It felt epic. I
1: spread it over three nights. Wow.